welcome to the Loving Yourself, Healing Yourself podcast. My name is Savannah McMillan and I am an intuitive mindset coach and I'm here to help you learn how to live, laugh, and fully, fully love yourself again after the unthinkable happens. So as a mommy without her baby, I've been through so many ups and downs over these past few years when it comes to grieving and growing and then grieving some more. So this podcast is your safe space to be honest, be open and be supported as you finally find a way forward with all the love and compassion that you deeply deserve for yourself. So if you're an angel mom looking for someone to hold your hand as you go through your own grief journey so that you can find a way forward to go from surviving to thriving forward, then this podcast is for you. navigate the holidays in a way that's positive and in a way that protects you from the negativity, the stressors and the triggers that are going to come up and all the things that happen throughout the holiday season. So that's what this audio is all about. It'll help you to figure out where you need to protect yourself, where you need to put your your foot down and stand up for yourself and where it's okay to step back and do what you need to do for you. So stay tuned because that's what today's podcast is all about. Okay. Okay. Help you navigate the holidays and really help you to understand where to put up barriers around yourself, where to put your foot down and stand up for yourself and where it's okay to take a step back and really make sure that you protect yourself and put yourself first because the holidays are triggering, the holidays are difficult and the end of the year is definitely a unique time for angel moms. So stay tuned because that is what we are going to be talking about today. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I have more light than I have probably ever had directly in my face right now. <laughs> but hi, ladies. Uh, this is Savannah Ray. I do not typically do videos. I am not a fan of videos. I'm not going to lie. However, I think that this is a time where I need to be on video because I recognize how important it is to connect with you all on video and how powerful it is just so that you guys can see me and for me to really have a conversation with you especially at this time of year, because I know this time of year is so difficult for so many women who have lost their little ones. And I really wanted to be able to have a conversation about that with you. And this won't be a long video because I'm still getting used to being on video. I have like two of these light things, my camera, my ring light, which I actually don't like. <laughs> and I'm just trying to get comfortable and confident on the camera, as well as really just have this conversation because it's so, so important right now. So I'm here today because I really wanted to talk to you about the holiday season and the fact that I know the holidays is such a difficult time, right? The holidays is that time of year that you're reminded of all the things that you haven't been able to experience when you've lost your child, when you've lost your pregnancy, when you've lost your infant, this time of year is not a time that you feel excited, that you feel happy, that you feel safe or comforted or warm. It's a time of year that honestly, most of us tend to feel miserable, right? We feel bitter. We feel angry. We feel resentful. We feel regretful. We feel like every time we see a new baby announcement, a baby bump picture, um, a new first Christmas, first Thanksgiving picture of a baby and the, the family. It's, it's something that just really hurts, right? It just deeply hurts. And it just reminds you of what you don't have. And it reminds you of what you wanted and what you hoped for and dreamed of. And so 
the holidays are very triggering. The holidays are a time where it really drives a lot of women to the edge of, of emotions, right? It really drives you emotionally out there. And I want you to understand that I understand that I've been there my first Christmas, like my first, not so much Thanksgiving, but my first Christmas was actually the hardest time for me after we lost Sawyer because I had actually picked out not one, but two Christmas dresses that I wanted to see her in that I was going to put her in despite the fact that I knew it was a 90% chance that she would still be in the NICU for Christmas. I was prepared to like fully cut the dress to get it around her little wires just so that she can have something pretty on um, and just for us to have pictures and have those memories. And so I had picked out two dresses. I had all the matching blankets and just all these things. And I was very, very excited, okay, for her to have her first Christmas. And she did not make it to even her first Thanksgiving. So I fully understand what it's like to have those moments where you're like, I don't want to be happy. I don't want to be all involved in these holidays celebrations. And I don't want to be at people's homes. And I don't want to be involved in, you know, these chain text messages where they're sharing pictures and sharing updates and all these things. I've been there too. I was stuck in a, a this group text situation where I couldn't get out of. And everyone was sharing pictures of their children for the holidays in their costumes this past year. And I couldn't remove myself from the group. So I ended up just literally blocking all the individuals. And I sent a text to the main person and asked them if they could remove me from the messages because I couldn't remove myself. And they did not. So everyone in the group was blocked because... I was getting all the responses from every single person because for some reason, Android doesn't let you just block, like remove yourself. I don't know. Um, but I just went ahead and blocked everybody. And I initially felt like this is such a hassle. This is going to be so much work for me and I shouldn't have to do this. And I got angry about it because I felt like you people are some insensitive ASSs. <laughs> um, and I I was so angry, right? I felt like, how dare you? Because it wasn't just me, right? My husband was in the in the group text as well. And we were just sitting here looking at our phones. We're just like, like getting pictures and updates and wow and ooh and e and ah, and look at this and look at that. And we're just like, are you guys not even realizing that we're in this? Like, why are we even in this, this group? Like we didn't ask to be shown this. We didn't ask to be in part of this. Like what's going on here? So that actually got me to thinking, um, one of the things that really helped me in that situation is stopping myself. Like one, removing myself from that group. Cause I, I seriously just blocked everybody to get myself out of it. Um, and two, taking the time within myself to understand that these people haven't been through any of what we went through. Like not only did we lose our little girl at almost six months old, but we have gone through two miscarriages, one before her and one after her. And they don't even know that, right? They don't even know about the miscarriages. They don't know what it's like to lose an infant. None of them has, have ever lost a child. And so how would they know, right? How would they know what we feel like? And yes, like it should be common sense. Like it should be like, come on, put yourself in my shoes and understand. But people don't naturally do that. And so 
people also don't know what they, they don't know, right? They don't know what this is like for us. They don't know what we feel like, what we, what we think, what, what triggers us. They don't know. They may, you know, think about it later. It may dawn on them if you bring it to them. But honestly, what people are doing is they're living their lives and they're doing the things that make them happy without even noticing that what they're doing is triggering us and triggering our pain and triggering what hurts us. And so understanding that, okay, they're not trying to hurt me, but they are hurting me and being honest about how I felt about it, being honest with myself, being honest with my husband and just being comfortable enough to remove myself from that situation. And even though it meant blocking the people in that conversation, that didn't hurt me to do. And it didn't make me feel any type of way to get it done. Like initially, yes, I felt inconvenienced. I felt angered and all these things. But then I said to myself, Savannah, you know what? You have to do what you have to do. And that's one of the things I want to tell you today, that when it comes to the holiday season, it comes to dealing with relatives and, and, and um, your friends and coworkers, that it's going to take you being comfortable enough to put your foot down when you are not comfortable, when you are not happy, when you are being put in a position that makes you feel triggered, that makes you feel deeply hurt and deeply upset is to be able to say, you know what, I need a minute. You know what, I can't do this. You know what, maybe next year or whatever that may be. If that means shutting the conversation down, politely walking away. If it means removing yourself from the text message group. If it means logging off of social media for two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months. If it means, you know, ignoring some text messages because you know it's the annual family photos. If it means stopping people when they invite you to things. If it means reminding them, hey, I'm not ready for that right now. Hey, not yet. You know what? Thank you, but no thank you. It's going to take you being comfortable doing that because you have to protect yourself. And you have to really understand that people are not trying to hurt you. But when you do feel hurt, that it's okay to be honest about that. It's okay to express that. Even if you don't want to get into detail and even if you feel like, why should I have to? These people are supposed to be my family. They're supposed to know me and love me. They do know you. They do love you. But the version of you that they know is the version of you that they knew before you went through what you went through. You are a changed woman because of what you went through. And I understand that that change in itself is so hard. It is really, really complicated coming to terms with because honestly, you'll never be who you were before your loss. And as as difficult as that is, as, as hard as that is, you have to understand that inside of that change is also a new level of personal growth. It's a new level of power. It's a new level of, of strength. Because every day that you're surviving what you went through is another day that you get to say, hey, I'm still here. I'm still doing it. I'm still making it. I'm still powerful. And you're not powerful because of what you went through. Okay, let me let me specify that because too many people, you know, like to say that, oh, you know, you're so powerful. You're so strong because of you survived. It's like, no, I was strong despite what I went through. I have strength despite what hurt me, despite what broke me, despite everything I went through. That's why I'm strong. I'm strong because I was strong anyway. I am strong despite what I went through. And the only difference between my strength before 
and my strength after is that now I see it. Now other people see it. Now I can actually connect to it because before you went through what you went through, you are a strong woman. You are a powerful woman, but you just didn't realize it because we as people never really know what strength we have until we have to show up and be strong, until we have to keep going, until we have to really progress and and take everything we've gone through and continue to work forward and continue to grow forward and continue to live through it. I used to say all the time, I could never do this and I could never do that. And I never, 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 never. Well, there's a reason they say never say never because you honestly, my goodness, never know what you can emotionally and physically and psychologically survive right? Until you are thrown in a position where you have lost your child, because we are not meant to outlive our children. Rather, it's before birth and you lost your pregnancy, or if it's after birth and you lost your your child, we are not meant to outlive our children. Like, yes, we we lose our parents over time. As we get old, sometimes we lose our siblings and, and people around us. And we all kind of expect that somewhere deep in our mind, psychologically, we kind of prepare ourselves for it, although you can really never be prepared for losing a parent, especially but no one prepares any part of their, their psyche for losing a child. No one's prepared for that. And so when you lose what you've lost and then you kind of expect and hope that other people understand, well, they are just as unprepared as you are. And the difficulty in that is not only are they as unprepared as you were, but they still are unprepared. They still have an experience that they have no ability to comprehend what that is like. And no matter what you say or how you express it, they really can't comprehend that magnitude of grief, of shock, of pain, of of guilt, of anger, of envy, of, of all the things that we experience when we have that experience, right? Especially when you're seeing people that have, my goodness, like my sister, one of my sisters has she had her fifth, her fifth son about maybe two to three weeks before um, we would have, before the anniversary of us losing our Sawyer. And she contacted me and she's like, hey, sis, you want to see the baby? And you know, I'm still in the hospital, but this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, and it, it was, it was nothing. Let me just say, I wasn't, I'm not against that sweet little innocent child and, or anything. It's just that I didn't say anything. Like she called me. I didn't answer. She left me a text and, and I didn't say anything. And initially I felt kind of bad because I'm like, well, I love my nephews and I, I adore my nephews. I spoil them to no end, but I had to be able to say, you know what? No, no, I'm, I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to sit on video and pretend like I'm not hurt because of what time of year this is. Like, I'm like, like I didn't go through something that, you know, I went through and I get that that's not your job to retain that and be cognizant of that. But it is my job to protect myself and to be mindful of what's harming me and be okay with saying no, to be able to put my foot down and give myself boundaries and give those around me clear, concise boundaries for what I am not going to be okay with and what I'm not going to endure because I don't have to, right? I don't have to be put in a position where I'm fake smiling and oh, and okay, and ooh, and I, I don't have to do that. I can just say, you know what? Today is not a good day. Or you know what? Today, today I'm having a difficult day. Like I actually started telling my husband that 
where we tell each other like today is a difficult day because we don't want to make we don't want to put it out there in the universe and say that today is just a bad day because then that sets up the whole day for being a bad day at the same time we want to acknowledge that this is a difficult time like i am emotionally uh drained today i'm an emotionally i am in an emotionally sensitive place and it i need to be okay to say that and so for us we just say today is a difficult day and that way i know if he says it he's having a more sensitive day than usual. If I say it, she's in a more sensitive space, which means I'm more likely to be angry. I'm more likely to be snippy. I'm more likely to be frustrated. I'm more likely to cry. Whatever it is, it just means that I am more likely to be emotionally just there. Like my emotions are on my sleeve. My heart is out there and I'm, I'm, I'm right there. And the holidays are no different, right? I'm sure you understand at this point that there are things that you are going to experience through the holidays that are going to drive you up and down a wall. There are going to be people that you're like, why don't you get this? Why don't you care? Like, do you know what I've been through? And I have to tell you that honestly, they don't. They don't know what you've been through. And so what you need to do for you is to be okay telling them that, hey, you don't get it. You're not going to get it. And that's fine. But I need time right? I still need time. I need time to feel my feelings. I need time to be upset. I need time to whatever. And be able to tell them, you know what? It's not you. It's not you. I. It's a difficult time for me and I just still need time. And be able to be honest with yourself about rather you're ready to be involved in some of these family activities, to be involved in some of these things that are going to have other babies and pregnant women and all these gushing family members around other people's little ones. Like you have to be honest with yourself and, and be honest if you're actually ready to be a part of that. Because if you're not, then don't be a part of it yet. Give yourself the time. Give yourself permission to cry when you need to cry, to scream when you need to scream, to feel whatever you need to feel, especially those of you who this is your first holiday season without your child, without that child you planned for and prayed for and hoped for and, and all those things, give yourself time. You have every right to every feeling that you have and no one, okay? No one has the right to question you, to rush you, to judge you. They don't have that right because they didn't go through what you went through and they are not surviving every day through what you have endured, so today I just wanted to just give you that permission to give yourself permission to feel your feelings, to give yourself boundaries, to give others around you boundaries, to give yourself permission to protect yourself, to give yourself permission to step away when you need to and to cut things short. You know, if you want to pop in and say hello to family, kiss, kiss, hug, hug, maybe hug, hug, depending on pandemic situation, um, but whatever you want to do, like Give yourself permission to baby walk yourself back into the family lifestyle, into the holiday season, into, you know, the, all the happy. Okay. And also understand that there are people out there like myself and other women who've gone through this that are here for you. There are other women that, that, understand what you're going through and that have no problem talking to you about what you're going through right now. Understand that 
you went through something traumatic, no matter how early the loss, how late the loss, whatever age it may have been, rather you were still pregnant and you were five weeks, 12 weeks, 28 weeks, 32 weeks, rather it was after birth, whether it was a stillbirth, whether it was in my situation, months later, a year later, whatever, SIDS, whatever it was, that's traumatic. You were a mother, you still are a mother to that beautiful angel. And that was a trauma for you, a trauma for your mind, your body, your spirit. And so you're allowed to feel whatever you feel and no one gets to question you for that, okay? And so when it comes to what you're feeling, there are women in this world that understand There are women in this world that will hear you out, that will listen to you. There are people around you, I'm sure, that love you and that care and that will listen. And so it is not your job to be concerned about their burden. It's not your job to be worried about rather you're going to dampen their parade or make them sad because you are sad. What they're doing is dampening your parade. It's dampening your opportunity to to heal the way you need to. It's adding more stress and pressure to you because you have to be worried about affecting them. When you are deeply affected, you are grieving, you are healing. Okay, so it is important. It is so very important that you set those ground rules, you set boundaries for yourself, and that you reach out to people who understand rather that is your spouse Rather, that is a, you know, a, a stranger or a friend, a coworker, someone who can listen to you day in and day out, someone who's not going to cut you short because, oh, they don't want to hear it or they, they don't understand it or they give you that look, like that look like, oh, that, that sad puppy dog, I just want to punch you in your face type look. Yeah, not those people. Or the people that give you the, oh, okay, where they're not really, they're, they're not there. They're not listening. Or those, the individuals that I've come across, my husband, especially where they're like, Oh, okay. You know, I know I'm, I meant to ask you, when are you going to try again? Those people, which it can be anyway, my husband, my, his barber asked him like, it had been two weeks. Okay. And he's like, I heard what happened. You know, that's so sad. You know, I was wondering, when are you, are you guys going to try again? You're not going to give up, are you? It's like, it's like, guy, like mind your business. Are you going to be a part of, of, of what we're doing? Are you going to help us try again? Are you going to be there that day? Are you going to be involved emotionally, physically, financially, psychologically? Are you, are you, are you going to do that? Well then shut up. Shut up and stay in your lane. Like, and you got to be comfortable telling people like, you know what? That's between me and my husband, me and my wife, me and my significant other, me and whomever. That's between us. And when we're ready, we will, we'll, we'll do what we need to do. And you walk away because it's none of their business. You do not have to answer them. And frankly, people are just newsy, right? They're just so newsy. And it's none of their business. And, you know, just asking that question alone can be very vastly triggering. And I want you to know that that's okay. That is normal. That's natural. And that's okay. I just want you to, when those moments happen, when people are just saying things where you're like, what the hell, right? Take a minute, close your eyes, just deep breath and say to yourself, I'm okay. I'm okay. They don't know. They don't know. I'm okay. And keep telling yourself that. Until you feel comfortable enough to say, you know what, whatever your response is, rather it's, I don't want to talk about that right now, or I'm not ready to talk about that, or don't worry about that. Or even if you just want to do what my husband does, where he just flat out changes subjects, like, 
yeah, so the dog's doing really good. You know, we just bought her a new, new blanket and we got her shoe toys and the cat's crazy. Like he'll just change the subject entirely. And he does it so notably that whoever he's talking to, they're just like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. So, so about the dog, the dog's doing good. And, and that's kind of like, that's his way of, of dealing with that super like that's like his superpower he's great at like diversions and distractions and all that stuff me I'm just like I don't want to talk about it or none of your business but thank you so how are you doing like I will tell somebody that so politely but also so rudely because sometimes you got to put your foot down you got to tell them no so (laughs) when it comes to holiday seasons the most important thing is feel your feelings without judgment and that means not judging yourself You're entitled to whatever it is that you feel because you went through what you went through and you still have to process and and feel and understand and and, and get through that process still. And it's an ongoing process and that takes feeling your feelings, okay? You need to be comfortable setting boundaries for yourself as far as what you're willing to do and what you're ready to do and not ready to do and setting boundaries for other people, you know, stop them at the door. Nope, I'm not ready for that. Or no, no, thank you. Or I just don't want to talk about that. Putting those boundaries up, even if it means cutting your visit short, skipping some visits, skipping some phone calls, ignoring some text messages, requesting to be, you know, taken out of the group or taking yourself out of the group, whatever that may be, right? And then finding people who understand and who are willing to listen to you, rather it's people that you personally know, people through Facebook or Reddit or whatever social media that you use, finding people that understand are willing to listen to you when you need to be listened to. And number five, being honest with yourself about what it is that you need and giving yourself permission to have what you need. Rather, it's quiet time, alone time. Rather, you are someone who thrives from being around other people and you need that right now. You need that distraction. That works too if that's what you need, but be honest with yourself about what you need and then give yourself what you need and don't let anyone dictate rather you're doing it right or doing it wrong or should do it differently. That's not their job. That's not their place. You give yourself what you need and be mindful. The tip I will give you in in regards to finding someone to understand and, and giving yourself what you need, be mindful who you're talking to, because there are some women and some people in this world that their process is several steps behind your process. They are still stuck in a space that you have slowly moved out of. And while we all are still grieving and taking our time and going through this cycle, because grief is cyclic, right? You're up and you're down, you're right and you're left and a good day and bad day. And there's, there's all these things going on, but there are some people that are in a space where you were a month ago. They're still stuck in a space where you were a year ago. They're still stuck in a space where you were several years ago. And you won't quite know that until you're having a conversation with them and you're recognizing that you're getting deeper into the negative emotions, deeper into your negative feelings. And that's where you have to be very careful because you'll run the risk of pulling yourself into an ongoing grief cycle. And you're taking yourself out of the healing space and out of the, the, the support space and out of the protection that you've built for yourself. And you're taking yourself backwards 
into a grief cycle because you're being pulled back into their grief cycle, which is triggering your initial feelings and emotions and, and processes and experiences. And so you want to be very mindful when you do choose the people that you're speaking to, that you're not speaking to people that are keeping you stuck in a worse place or bringing you to a worse place than you already were in when you needed that help. So just be mindful of that. I always tell women all the time to seek support, always seek support, rather it's professional support, especially be mindful. If you need a professional to step in and help you be mindful of the relatives and friends that don't get you that are just making it worse. Be mindful of the, the, the boundaries that you're not putting up for yourself. They're allowing people to say anything and do anything. And you're just sitting there dealing with it. Be mindful of when you're stuck in your own emotions and your own mind and you're feeling like you need to scream. You're not letting yourself be heard and being mindful of putting other people before yourself because you are just as important as everyone else. And when it comes to what you went through, you are the most important thing. You and your partner, you two are the most important things because only you two went through what you went through. Only you two have to deal with that and process that and and move forward in that. And so it doesn't matter what other people say or think. It matters what you say, what you think, what you feel and what you need and ensuring that you have what you need at every stage of your grief process and your healing process. And so again, when it comes to the holidays, give yourself what you need first and foremost have those boundaries, concrete boundaries that don't break for your mother, your father, your niece, your nephew, your brother, whatever. Those are your boundaries for a specific reason. And make sure you protect yourself this season with your feelings, with your emotions, with your spirit and heart, and only step forward into the holiday season, into the holidays and the family when you are ready and you are feeling ready. And if you step forward and find that you're not ready, it's okay to step back. It's okay to say, you know what? not just yet. You know what? Let me cut this short because I'm not really ready. There's nothing wrong with that. And you need to do whatever you need to do to keep yourself safe, protected, and at peace in whatever way that you can. Okay. So I hope that this has been helpful for you guys. Again, I just felt like this is absolutely necessary during this holiday season because it's the week of Thanksgiving, Christmas is coming up, New Year's and all these family functions. And so it's vastly important that you have that understanding, have those tools and little techniques that you can give yourself to help yourself. And one final thing I will give you, if you're finding that you are feeling overwhelmed and you're in a situation where you just cannot escape fast enough, excuse yourself to whatever room you can, even if it's the bathroom, right? Whatever room where you're by yourself, excuse yourself there, close your eyes, put your hands, both your hands over your heart. It's self-soothing technique and inhale and exhale. And you keep doing that until you start feeling confident within yourself and still until you start feeling confident in yourself. And even if you just have to sit there and do it and tell yourself, I am getting the hell out of here. As soon as I open that door, whatever you need to do, instill confidence and comfort within yourself. And then whatever you've decided to do in that moment, you make sure you do. If you decide I'm leaving this bathroom, going straight to my car and going home, do that. If you decide I'm leaving this bathroom, I'm going to be involved in this because it'll make me feel good, do that too. But if your thought process is I'm going to leave this bathroom and get myself out there and be involved because it'll make mama or grandmama or auntie or uncle feel better, then no. Stop right there. Do not pass go. Do what you need to do for you. And if they can't get it this year, 
it's cool, there's always next year, or it's cool, there's always another holiday, or it's cool, you will find a way to make it work for them later. But most importantly, you need to do whatever works for you, whatever you need most to protect you because you are just as important as anyone else, okay? And remember, you are surviving because you are a strong, powerful woman. And even if you don't see it yet, Every single day that you live, that you breathe, that you wake, that you get out of bed, that you brush your teeth, that you brush your hair is another day that you are showing how powerfully strong you are because you are getting through what most people can never fathom enduring. Okay. Okay. I hope that you have the best time that you can and just know that I'm here. The group is here that there's always someone out there that understands and there's always someone that's willing to listen. Okay. Okay. Have a great one, everyone. Bye. All right, my warrior women, I hope that this was able to help somebody. And as usual, if you resonated with the content, if it was able to help you in any way, then please feel free to follow me either on IG at Coach Savannah Ray or Facebook at Savannah Ray Coaching. And for those of you that are ready to take your first step into your healing of your heart and moving forward from a place of surviving to a place of thriving after your loss, then I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group called The Art of Healing. I made that group for angel moms just like myself to help you take just one powerful step forward into your own powerful and purposeful healing process. So when you are ready, just click the link in the description and it'll give you all the details. And no worries, I'll put the link for everything else in the description as well. In which case, I hope that you have a beautiful week full of health, full of hope and full of healing. And I will see you all next week. Have a good one. Bye bye. my warrior women. I hope that was able to help somebody out there. And as usual, if today's episode resonated with you, if it was able to help you in any way and you want to share that with me, then I would love to hear from you. So just send me an email or hit me up on Facebook Messenger and let me know what you think. Okay. Okay. And for those of you that loved it, feel free to go ahead and leave me a good, good review. But before you go, for those of you who want to go deeper into your healing of your hearts and moving from a space of surviving to a space of thriving after your loss, then I invite you to join me in my Art of Healing workshop, where I'm going to walk you through the things that I did to help me go from not only dealing with all the crap that people said, but helped me redefine my power and my purpose as a woman, as a mother, and as a human being. So if that sounds like you, then just sign up using the link in the description, okay? Cool. In the meantime, I hope that you all beautiful souls have a wonderful week full of health, hope, and healing, and I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.